Chris Cosson here. Our guest is Michael Howard. In Chapter 1, you'll see a list of communication skills and knowledge areas. They are presented as employability skills, areas that employers are looking for. This is the kind of thing they write into selection criteria. Also intersect with most universities' graduate attributes, what they expect graduates to have achieved to complete their programs, and therefore the way that courses and curriculum are designed to develop certain skills. It shows, I guess, the broad applicability of these. The first one on the list here, for example, articulate communication in written and spoken forms. I think to most people it's a fairly obvious communication skill. The second one there, interpersonal or people skills, as they're often called, being able to get along with others, cooperate. So the first two on the list seem like obvious communication skills. When we skip down a bit further and we look at things like critical and creative thinking, problem solving, and even being organised and being able to focus on tasks... I look at the top of the list and I say, yeah, they're communication skills. When you go further down the list and you think, this covers a lot, this perhaps is beyond what most people might think of as communication skills. It just highlights how wide-ranging communication skills are. And I guess that's why they cross and overlap with graduate attributes and the employability skills. Graduate attributes today are a big deal. Certainly, in terms of being employable when you graduate, these are the types of things that you would need to be able to claim, I think, to, to both progress as a student into higher degree studies or to work in your graduate roles as well. are very important. And, and it's interesting that you know, if you were to speak to the program director of an arts program, they would say arts programs are all about developing these things. We, we have the critical thinkers and, uh, and the public speakers. And then you would see the School of Business too. They, they would say... If you do an MBA, you'll come out with these types of things. Very much, I think, the universities and, and the various programs like to lay claim to these special qualities. I think that's why they're increasingly being seen as important skills and fundamental skills rather than kind of termed as soft skills as well. Graduate attributes lay claim to these employability type attributes. And that's what the game's about, isn't it? I mean, the universities... We need to deliver graduates who are desirable to employers and can do the kinds of things that they want. And obviously we have some kind of a a moral obligation too to ensure that students are well prepared to go in and be job ready. Yeah, people often think, you know, that university is is not just about getting a job. You know, university is about a lot of self-development as well. And I think, you know, these qualities that you need for getting a job are also the qualities you need for navigating life generally. So whether it's employment or some other aspect of your future effective life. So here we are having a chat about this list of skill areas, also known as employability skills. These are the kinds of skills that help us cope with and manage our lives. Raises all sorts of questions, doesn't it, about uh, what is uh, navigating your life, living your life. Yeah, but, but clearly, you know, it, it involves relations with others and teamwork and, and the ability to, to analyse information and think deeply and critically think and resolve conflicts. Th- these things are evident in, in the way we do everything in our life. Well said, Michael. Yeah, I really do agree with all of your points there.
Life is much more difficult for us if we are more lacking in these skills than would be ideal. So, for example, if we don't handle conflict well, it can make our lives harder. Also, on the personal level, uh, you talked about being able to analyse information. We need to do that in life. In terms of navigating life, these kinds of skill and knowledge areas are helpful to us in working out what life goals would be um, meaningful and worthwhile. And, you know, life goals, and we have a bunch of them, don't we? We'll have our financial goals. Now, financial goals will be different for different people, but we all want to live in comfort. So we need to think about these kinds of things. Uh, What kind of employment are we interested in? It's interesting, Chris, that here in these 11 areas where you would want to develop your communication skills or your employability skills, there's quite a broad range of skills in all of these things. And when I look at those things and how does that form how I navigate my world and my life and and my job and my career or future studies, they certainly do interrelate leadership obviously interrelates with critical thinking. I I don't think I would like to be a leader without critically analysing or understanding situations. See what you're saying here. In our friendships and in our closer relationships, so covering both there, these require some teamwork. They require some problem solving, a degree of leadership. Now, I'm not saying in a, in a friendship or a relationship situation that one person's going to be the leader. I think that there are times where either party, ideally, uh, it's helpful if they take a bit, of, a bit of a lead rather than just be passive the whole time. Yeah, Chris, I think you could negatively frame leadership as a form of dominance, but it could also very well be about sharing, couldn't it? You know, it's like as a 10-year-old boy, you know, there are lots of games I like to play with my friends where we would explore the world, you know, and that, and that would require one person to go, why don't we do this? Whether that be riding bikes down a dirt road or whatever it might be. And so I think that form of leadership where it's about exploring and coming up with a common story that we can share, I don't think necessarily is, is dominance. And it's, it's almost, uh, it's a reality of, of modern day life, Chris, isn't it? That, um, that, you know, change is so rapid because of technology and because of the changing world. Change is so rapid that we are engaging in the constant correction of our life. We're like self-directing missiles, you know, and we kind of have to find uh, new directions, analyse the current environment. I think that's why all of these skills, these, these things, you know, inherently stay the same. The way that we deal with conflict, those things can be really quite enduring. You know, we might learn them on a deeper level, but they're kind of critical elements of being good life navigators. The durability. I think you're spot on and um, most people would come to quickly agree with you that in this fast moving world that we live in, it's more exciting and there's more opportunity than ever before. But adaptability, so important. We often talk about this set of skill and knowledge areas as being what we need to be able to navigate, let's use that word again, our way through any new significant or large undertaking. So we're talking about starting university study and these are the skills that are so important to be able to negotiate that well. Now, the alternative is to struggle and there's not much fun in that 
And education, it's meant to be empowering and it's meant to be transformative. As we move on with our chapters and we move on with our podcasts, our listeners and readers will see, as you and I and others talk specifically about how we can take a lot of the worry and a lot of the pain out of our learning journey with some understanding of these skills and how they can make the journey much less stressful and much more rewarding and enjoyable. And if we look at this list from Chapter 1, learning some techniques and principles about being organised and task-focused can take a lot of the pain away. And we've had some good discussion about that. And the thing is, when people enter an undertaking, an exciting undertaking like a university degree, it can be not as pleasant and rewarding an experience as it ideally should be. And that can be changed. And that is a big part of the purpose of communicating for success. (music) 